You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm coming in, goddammit! What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Thor, Love, and Thunder. This is the new movie in the Thor series. I just want to go ahead and give the Thor franchise a lot of praise because they came a long way from the first two dry-ass movies. No lie. (laughs) Like, regardless of whether you like this movie or not, like love or dislike this movie at all, you cannot say that it wasn't entertaining. You, you just can't. Like, this movie was very entertaining. It kept your attention the whole time. And it was something totally better than what we got with the first two. And then we seen Ragnarok. Ragnarok was like the Thor movie that said, yes, the franchise is saved. And I think this movie continued to do the same thing. And whatever we get with Thor in the future is going to continue to follow that, I hope. Yeah, this movie was this movie was very good, bro. But what I have to say about this is... It just feels like Marvel, once again, is getting repetitive. And it's the same thing with the Multiverse of Madness. Even though Multiverse of Madness feels like it had way more going on because obviously it was the multiverse, it just felt just underwhelming to the point where we're not getting the same Marvel standard that we're used to getting. We're used to the high quality. You give us Endgame, Infinity War, you give us all this heat. And now the past year has just been drop-offs. Not to say these movies are bad by any means. Like, these movies are still eight, nine, nine and a half type of movies. But it's like, damn, it's just not what we're expecting when you hype these movies up to a certain extent. And they're still leaving you wanting more or leaving a lot to be desired. And that's what I felt like with Thor with Thor 4, bro. I expected a lot from Christian Bale. And honestly, I don't know if Christian Bale let me down or the character Gore let me down the most. They just didn't play on that character enough. They didn't show For him real? actually, bro. They did not show I, him I actually. I think they did a gods. really good job. I, I think they did a really think good, they did job, a good job bro. with Gore. So this they, is what I'll say about Gore, bro. I'll say they didn't flush out his character enough, and they didn't actually show him killing gods. They really told you what he did more so than him killing gods. And I feel like that mm. took away from his character as well. And it didn't show you his full arc when you talk about, oh, he was at the bottom. I wish they would have drew, drew out the, the beginning more, too. Instead his of just having story. his daughter die, they should have had more backstory to it. Because in the comics, his whole entire family dies. So you understand what he's going through in that moment of full desperation where he has to go get the, the, the what, what's the blade called, bro? The what's the blade? Uh, the blade he ended up the, the crown. Oh, what's the Ooh, blade? Wow, what, what was it called? The necto sword, the necto sword, or something like necro that. Sword. The yeah. Necro sword, yeah. So you understand his best desperation when he grabs the necro sword because it's like I all my whole entire family is dead. Now I meet the god for the first time, and I like I now you it's like you betrayed me, and so you understand why he gets it. So obviously, uh, his daughter dying was obviously a significant thing, but I think it could have just been played on more. And when we get to the end, with everything that he's gone through, and to see that he chooses his daughter over killing the gods when he had the opportunity to kill the gods, that was his main mission, just to find out that he's going to die? It's like you you resurrecting your daughter not to even be with you? She about to be raised by this nigga Thor? 
that shit blew me too so you didn't even understand why he chose his daughter over the killing of the gods once again because his character was not fleshed out enough we didn't understand his the full decisions by the end of the movie well i i understood why he chose to bring his daughter back instead i i'm gonna go ahead and say i think this movie was great i i wouldn't give it anything lower than an eight and a half I think that's the perfect score for this movie, eight and a half, just because of what you said. Of they could have did a lot more backstory with Gore. They could have showed his family more. They could have did flashbacks throughout the movie with him. When and they could have gave him a lot more solo moments. Like we didn't get that many moments yes. of Gore just by himself <laughs> contemplating oh and whatnot and dealing with the sickness that the Necro Sword gives you. So I think the reason he brought his daughter back was because he was going to die anyway. Whether he chose to kill all guys or whether he brought his daughter back, he was going to die because the Necrosword kills whoever wields it once their mission is complete. So I think he brought his daughter back just to just for the sake of love that Jane and Thor taught him, you know, in those final moments. So I, I understood why he brought his daughter back. But once again, it didn't make sense because you gave up faith in the gods, bro. That was the whole point of the beginning scene. You gave up faith. You got the Necro Sword, you killed the first god, and then we see the whole slideshow, which was whack to me, the whole slideshow yeah. of him killing the gods. So it's like, okay, you've killed all of these gods. I think it was like a thousand gods he ended up killing. So by the end of the movie, it's like, why are you letting Thor, a god, speak to you about the humanity of things when you already gave up faith? So basically, Thor re revitalized or regained your faith in gods just by a speech. Well, I Nigga think it was Jane. You shit. I, I think it was mostly mostly Jane because she was human before she became a god, and he seen that when he looked into her eyes and looked into her past. So I think it was more so Jane speaking to him than Thor. Thor was kind of like the icing on the cake when Jane died and turned to gold dust or whatever, but I think mm -hmm. what Jane was telling him resonated with him more because she was coming from a place that he did of once being human and now being this higher being. Mm, I still had some some low mo some moments about it. Like I said, the Thor, Thor was cool to me in this movie, but another thing that kind of bugged me, and I'll get back to Gore in a minute, but this movie tried too hard to be funny, bro. I don't know what it was, but it was what? moments, bro. Nah, it, bro. This it, movie no, this was what funny, I'll bro. Say, bro. This, this was, no, funny. this is what I'll say, bro. This movie had its funny moments, but it tried too hard where it tried to make you laugh at every every scene when it wasn't necessary. It's like, all right, bro. It was a certain point where they're on the ship going to save the kids. These niggas joking around, bullshitting. It's like, all right, man, let's go ahead and save them kids. Every joke don't, every scene don't have to be a joke, ha, ha, ha type shit. I felt like in Thor 3, it was a perfect balance. I'm not saying you can't joke because obviously that was the turnaround in this series. You had way more jokes in Thor 3. But Thor 3, Ragnarok, it was a perfect balance of jokes, but also completing the mission and also the feeling of despair. We didn't get that feeling of despair in this movie, bro, because it was like they trying to keep the shit light so much that we didn't really feel the full impact of what was going on because niggas is joking around bullshitting so much. You feel me? And that's why I feel like Korg kind of fucked it up in that aspect too. Having Korg in so much, him joking with Thor, kind yeah. of threw off the, the mood of it. And I feel like it wasn't that perfect balance like it was in Thor Ragnarok. I think what messed up the comedy level in this movie 
was the goats. I thought the goats were funny as hell. They had their moments for sure. They, they had their moments, yeah. I thought the goats were funny as hell in this movie, but that's one thing I will say. They could have calmed down on a lot more. After the first two or three times, like they could have really chilled with all the goats screaming, but the goats were screaming like every other 10 minutes in the movie. Like <laughs> but, I said, um, it wasn't even the goats, I, bro, but it was just the dialogue between Thor or Korg or between Valkyrie. Like all of the dialogue. I, I thought like, it was, like, it was good, funny. bro. Because I the way they like that, bro. the way they promo the movie and the way they prep the movie, they made it look like it was gonna be such a light-hearted film with serious. But it's not, not supposed to be. Is my point, though, bro? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like they they didn't fail with what they promoted. Like we can't get mad that they promoted a light-hearted movie with Come seriousness. On, and then we're expecting, but you a didn't feel the seriousness like you were supposed to. I, I, I think we did. We didn't feel it as much as we should have. I agree. We should have gotten a lot more seriousness, especially with um how they could have focused more on gore. But I think the little bit that they did give us was enough for the way they promote the movie. I can't. I don't think it's fair for us to get mad at them for filling out the movie the way they promoted. Because this is my thing. And that's why I said I don't think I'm mad at Christian Bale more so than I think this character was portrayed. I just think this gore should have been way darker than what he is, bro. I think he should have been darker. He should have been scarier in times. And it just felt like he wasn't scary enough. He had his moments for sure. Like when he was talking to the kids and when they were riding to some other planet, like that's that's the type of gore I wanted the entire movie. Like I'm intimidated by him. I don't want to get close to him. But it was moments where it's like even he was starting to get jokey and corny in certain scenes. I'm like, I he damn, I didn't feel dark. I didn't, he didn't feel dark to me, bro. He didn't feel he, as dark as I wanted me, him bro. to be. He, he felt very dark. From the moment we seen him fighting Thor to the moment where kids and he tore the head off of the thing in front of the kids and when he was at the uh when he was on the planet when valkyrie thor and jane got there and he came from out the shadows and what i think they did a great job with gore as far as how christian bale portrayed the character but i do agree they could have did a lot better with the story they could have showed him killing more guys than the one that we did see him kill and i think that would have just I think that would have satisfied you and a couple other people more. That would have satisfied me, bro. I'll agree with that. It would have satisfied me if I actually seen Gore the fucking God Butcher kill gods. It would have satisfied me completely more, bro. Seeing him kill one God is not enough. And you had so much bullshit in between scenes that you could have cut to Christian Bale killing a couple of guys, bro. Especially in the beginning where we're just seeing um, Thor and Jane come together. It's like, all right, bro, we could be with Gore chopping off a couple of heads right now. And that would have built the anticipation of, oh, and I think that's what could have made him even more darker, bro. If we actually seen him killing the gods, seeing him interact with the gods, but because in the comics, he wasn't just chopping the necks off of these gods. Like, he was torturing them before killing them. That would have made him so much darker. Because in the but slide the show, he has some of them like hanging yes, from whatever he had that's them hanging. That's what I'm from. saying. But we're not seeing it, so we don't feel the full impact of what is going on. So we're only seeing him react or interact with Thor. And it's like this shit ain't as dark as I want it, bro. But if we would have seen him killing guys, it would have been darker. So I'll give you that point. But that's it, the shit that was hockey blowing me. The movie was like less than two hours. Like it was a minute less than two hours. They could have made this movie yeah. 
possibly two and a half by giving and it would have made a better movie, bro. Talking. And it, it would have made, made a it a movie. lot better because at that point, I think they would have satisfied what you were saying of the comedy and the seriousness. It would have weighed out at that point if it was about two and a half hours but maybe they just didn't have it in the budget to make it that long or whatever I, and that's I what know. i heard too bro i heard that this movie will has a four hour it was four hours before they truly edited it down because marvel wanted it to be under two hours so they had to make it a minute an hour and 59 so it can satisfy the studio execs or whatever so i have to shoot them that bail but i feel like that's wrong on marvel's part because you shot the movie down you taking the movie you taking the the real essence of what gore is and you're taking it away from us with with you know what I'm saying unnecessary scenes you putting in more jokes instead of giving us the seriousness of gore because there was scenes that gore was actually killing gods it was some articles that I was reading that he ended up killing um Tyrion from Game of Thrones played a character in Thor and he ended up killing him it was a couple of other uh guys that he was supposed to kill as well but they just took it out to cut this shit all the way down to two hours. So it's like, damn, for what? All of these other yeah. Marvel movies are 2.30, in-game three hours, but you cut down Thor, which could have made it a better movie? What? Y'all need to be it was cutting down they these were shows that y'all doing. Maybe, maybe they were trying to hit some type of uh, particular threshold because I know recently they, they just counted all of the hours that everything Marvel has made starting from phase one and they just did hit a hundred hours or they just went over a hundred hours worth of films and shows so maybe keeping thor at a at less than two hours was what they needed to hit that threshold for phase four right now before we get into phase five because i think phase four is either halfway done or almost done so I, I don't know if it was like an hours thing that they were trying to play on, or like you said, maybe the budget just wasn't in the Thor franchise enough to make this movie two hours, but they could have mm -hmm. did more with the background of Gore. I feel like what they did do right was show his ferociousness, like when he damn near killed Valkyrie and Jane and really tried mm -hmm. to make Thor choose like, hey, you either finna give me the on the Bifrost or I'm finna kill them right now. They didn't make mm -hmm. Thor, I mean, they didn't make Gore butch. I mean, um, bluff. And I think that was something I really liked because I'm like, please don't let him just be bluffing or whatever or something like that. He really tried to kill everybody he did fight, that we did see him fight. So I'll give them that. But another thing I wanted to talk about, I love what they're doing with playing with this Greek. Like, getting mm. giving us Zeus. I thought Zeus was dead for real because when Zeus got hit with his own lightning bolt, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he's probably dead. Me because, too. Mm -hmm. Like, if anything's going to kill Zeus, it's going to be his own lightning bolt. So when we see in the post credit scene that he's not dead and we're getting Hercules, like, in whatever the next Thor thing is, bro, I was so hyped for that, bro. So that post credit scene was fire. And Hercules, like, he was ready too. And he got specific instructions to kill Thor. So maybe whenever Chris Hemsworth says, I'm done playing Thor, maybe that'll be when it's like Thor is probably going to die in the near future in whatever um, film he's in. Yeah. And that was another thing I keep wanting with this film. or I wasn't expecting it. I knew Thor was going to uh, be alive because I read a couple of things. But I, that's another thing. When is Thor going to be done? Because I feel like his time is 
honestly running stale with yeah, he, he's everybody else that he's is lingering. Yeah, he's lingering. Like you hanging with the Guardians of the Galaxy, like they're something completely separate from what you do. So I'm glad they ended up blasting them off and just having Thor and Korg and the Valkyrie run together because I don't think they mesh well when you talk about themes and all that. So I'm glad he ended up going up to or they went up to the to whatever they ended up doing, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or whatever. But I think he's starting to linger at this point. That's why I was excited about Gore, because I'm like, the one person that I know is dark enough to kill this nigga, Thor, is fucking Gore, the God Butcher. I think it would have been better if he died, and Jane would have been the one to save him. And then she ends up dying because this shit was going to kill her anyway with the cancer and all this other shit. So uh, both of them ended up dying and my girl ended up taking the mantle. Valkyrie ended up taking the mantle of Thor because she's already the king of uh, New Asgard. So making her Thor would have just been a perfect transition because both of them are dead now. That shit would have been so dope to me. And this is why I have to battle. So I blame myself for it too. I battle what I want. And what we get and I kind of debate and I take away from the movie. So that's my fault. But still, I still feel like there were ways to make this movie better. And it just. Well, we see who is worthy. We see who might have a chance of being the next Thor. Uh, Idris Elba's character, his his son, his son in the movie. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Magic eyes. He he was able to hold Stormbreaker. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's barely only Captain America, Jane. Maybe uh Valkyrie and um what you call it uh Idris Elba's I I be forgetting his character's name but, but he his gave son. everybody the power of Thor in that scene where they were battling with Gore he gave everybody the power that's of true. Thor that's so I that's thought true. everybody I think everybody could have uh wielded Stormbreaker at that moment because they had that type of power inside of them oh and that's a good point I'm glad you brought it up that was low key my favorite part in the whole movie I never knew Thor could do that. Like, the fact yeah. that he literally gave all them kids a piece of his power, and, like, they just went from regular Asgardian kids to, like, full-blown warriors with powers. Like, that shit was fire. That was my favorite part in the whole movie because I I knew we weren't just going to get Thor versus Gore completely one-on-one. There was going to be some help that Thor had to have. Oh, sure. And I love the fact that they threw the kids in there in a way that I didn't expect. I thought some of the kids were going to have powers of their own because they're Asgardian, but the fact that Thor Thor said, no, I'm going to give you some of my power, I thought that was cool as hell. I never saw him do that. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, ah, bro. I fuck with this movie, bro. I want to say that I want to make that clear that I did fuck with this movie. I gave it an eight and a half, eight and a half, nine would be probably uh, my rating range. But like I said, I feel like it was just ways to make it better, bro. And it just. Ah, oh, and I got it. But question. I did fuck with Zeus. I about to say, I got a question. Do you, um, and I, I didn't look up any explanation videos. I didn't read anything. Do you think eternity is a variant of Kane? Ah. I do because not the way, know. The way the body was set up and the way the face looked, I was like, damn, this looked like Kang. Like it it looked like a, a shadow mm. figure of him when Gordon when he finally got to eternity. And we know Kang is kind of like the, the ruler of every timeline or multiverse or whatever. He's mm-hmm. gonna be the, the big bad guy we get in the in the end with a lot of these movies. So I was wondering, damn, is this another variant of Kang that we haven't seen? Since Loki last year. 
So I thought that was definitely a Kang connection. Damn. But does Kang have that type of power, though, to kill all gods? We, we don't know. He got thousands of variants, so he, he could have one like that. If you got one that can control literally the the essence of time, I, I, I'm i pretty sure you can have a variant. That but can at that God. point, bro, we had we would have to question how you're going to take this nigga down if he is eternity and can grant any wish and can do whatever the fuck he wants to. There has to be true. some sort of checks and balance when you talk about somebody like Cam because they have to take him down eventually. So he can't yeah. be eternity who is like sitting on this platform that you cannot be touched. Like he's sitting on a platform with the one above all he's sitting up there with the, the lady of death. Like those are like untouchable characters. So I don't think he's up there, but I feel like he's right below them. When you talk about sourcing of power and power mm. structure, but yeah, there will be no checks and balance unless, it, unless it will be like death taking him down as eternity or somebody yeah. like that. Or Galactus. That, that would be it. Some, yeah. Or a celestial. Well, because, can I even say a celestial at that point? Because Galactus is not even as powerful as the uh as a uh, eternity. Eternity is powerful, is like the most powerful thing like in the universe. Like I said, mm -hmm. the one above all death. It was a few different people. I'm blanking on their names right now, but it was like the six heads that you've seen around Jane when she was powering up Milnir, and it was like a lightning yeah. bolt, that type scene. It was like six different heads. Like those are the most powerful things in the Marvel universe, and they can grant basically anything. So mm. that's why I say it can't be Kang because that he would be too OP at that point. And yeah. Ant Man and none of them niggas taking him down. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah. So Damn. I don't know. What else? So yeah, I did have some questions though. Yeah. So will the mighty Thor Jane return? Because we get the post credit scene with Jane, which was kind of. Damn, I was expecting something different, but okay. With the Valhalla, she ends up talking to yeah. Ildris Elba, and we finally see Valhalla, which all of the dead warriors from Asgard's go, or not, not the, all of the dead warriors, but the... What, what the warriors who die in battle. The warriors who die in battle go to Valhalla. So we see that she's there. But it felt like behind her was a pathway to get back to the living. It's just like it's just like Harry Potter, bro. You remember Harry Potter died, and then it was like a pathway for him to like get back to fight yeah. against Voldemort. I think it could be something like that with Jane, where there is a pathway. It was like pillars surrounding this uh, walkway where she can walk back into the living and can be still fighting once again. Or do you think she is dead? I think she is dead. I think she's for sure gone, but that's not to say she can't come back in whatever way she can manifest herself now that she's a mm -hmm. spiritual being. Marvel is going to play on this a lot because now it, it's not just different universes and timelines we're getting. We're getting different afterlifes. You know, we get the underworld in Moon Knight. We get the, uh, the what you call the ancestral plane with Black Panther. We get the Nor dimension, which could be a, another source of afterlife with Miss Marvel. We don't know because they didn't even really tap into it like that. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll just call it a different dimension, but it could be some type of afterlife for them as well. So they're tapping into all these different afterlifes along with multiverses. So I would not be surprised if in the near future with whatever we get again with Thor, if people from Valhalla who want come back and can help him with something or people from the ancestral plane and black panther 2 play a part and whatever happens next so because people were saying what if, what if they bring killmonger back for black panther 2 he's in the ancestral plane 
So the same thing we're saying can happen with Valhalla, that can happen with that too. Exactly. And I think she's going to come back in some sort of way. And I think it could be like a secret wars, not really secret invasion, but secret wars, which could be next year that I'm hearing where it was like people who were dying in the past timelines ended up coming back and fighting in this battle world type of occurrence of between like the X-Men and between the Avengers and all these other type of categories that you have in the Marvel universe. Maybe she can be resurrected for that type of fight because that she will be so needed in that type of battle. Maybe she can be used for that. And I don't know, maybe it depends on how, strong hercules is as well because i feel like she could come back because i don't know if hercules yeah. is op or if that's somebody that can they, match they made him look op now they because when yeah. zeus was talking to him he was like i'm ready to take this dude thor head off and i'm like they got hercules looking like he finna kill yeah. thor I would, boy, i'm like bro i'm ready for this because i don't even like are they gonna give him like zeus powers on top of the strength like, I, I'm really wondering what it's going to be because this man is really supposed to kill Thor. And I hope they don't water it. I don't want to say they watered down Gore because I just explained how his demise made sense. No, nah, you but said I the hope truth. They don't, I, don't, <laughs> I hope they don't do the same thing with Hercules. I hope they don't make his whole mission to kill something and then he kind of backtrack at the end. I hope yeah. he goes full throttle with his mission. Oh, that was my that, and I feel and I was I'm so glad you brought that up, bro. Because that was my main problem with Thor or Gore. Because I could excuse all that bullshit that you did, bro, and that you how you weren't dark enough and all that. If you would have went through with your plan and killed all of the gods, I would have been satisfied because we know that you could have been the top villain that's ever been in the Marvel universe. That would have solidified you, bro. If you just said fuck it. But we, we got to have all of these other gods survive because without that, that means there's no Zeus, there's no Hercules, all that other shit, they would have all been dead, so there's no Thor 5. It would have been better if he killed all of the gods, bro. And you know why that would have been so impactful, bro? Because it, it doesn't just hurt Thor. Somebody like a Peter Quill is a god, is a celestial. So he would have died if Thor would have went through with killing all of the gods and that shit would have been so dope because now how do the guardian of the galaxy react to losing their leader now? That shit, it would have been just something that, to look that would have, saying that would have been, the, that would have twisted that, everything, bro. That, that would have twisted, twisted everything because you, this isn't a small thing that happened. Killing all of the gods is going to shake up the entire MCU, bro. It's Eternals, not that just affects Thor. That would have shook up Eternals and everything. It would have shook up everything, bro. But it would have shook up too much. And I think that's what Marvel was scared of. That's yeah. why they didn't go all the way through with it. It's like, uh, Gore got to get stopped here. But you watered him down to a point where it's like he didn't go through on his mission. And then his trajectory with resurrecting his daughter. Like I said, I fully, I still don't believe that shit fully made sense to me, bro. Because his character wasn't fleshed out enough. And his storyline, his art didn't make sense enough for him to be on this trajectory, on this path. And then at the end, when he's about to die, yeah, he tells Thor, yeah, you got to take care of my daughter. First of all, I'm not letting another nigga take care of my daughter. I'm going to die, and I'm going to be with her in the afterlife. <laughs> That's how we going to rock out, nigga. I'm not letting that nigga take care of my daughter when I was battling this nigga the whole goddamn movie. Hell no. That's another thing that blew my ass, too. But I'm going to digress, bro. I'm going to digress.
I, I love the fact that because I thought it was going to be called Love and Thunder because Thor and Jane, but the fact that yeah, yeah. Gore's daughter, like they got him, her and Thor got the nickname Love and Thunder. I thought that was yeah. cool as hell. I was like, damn, so that's why it's called Love and Thunder. Is that her real name? I, I love how they, I don't know if that's her name, but that was, um, that was the nickname, um, what's it called? It gave her. Yeah, that was a dope twist because I definitely thought it was obviously going to be Thor and uh, and Jane, so. That was definitely some dope. And she looked like she finna be hard <laughs> coming yeah, up with these MCU saying. movies. She finna be tough. She finna be tough for sure, bro. But if I was Gore, she got I powers up on, on, on top of um holding uh what you call breaker. it? Yeah, yeah, she gonna be fired. Yeah, that's dope, bro. And I'm glad that Thor actually got his got Milner back at the end because he was bitching throughout yeah. the whole movie with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, well, he wanted her back, and then Stormbreaker was jealous. Like, yeah. So that was some shit that was that was funny throughout the whole entire movie. But yeah, but um, anything else you want to touch on with this movie? Uh, what were the post credit scenes? I don't know if I remember for Valhalla, Other than the and then it was Zeus. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about them there. Uh, mm-hmm. nah, that was it, really. That was it. Were there any cameos for real in this movie? Like for other um projects, I don't remember any big cameos for real. Other than the the post credit stuff. Nah, bro. Cause nah, basically cause you know, it was sometimes like they'll they'll drop somebody in the movie that ain't got nothing to do with the movie, but they'll be for something else. It wasn't none of that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that was really it, bro. Because um, we start off the movie. He's with the Guardians of the Galaxy. They leave. Yeah, that's, that's really it. Then he was just beefing with Thor or Gore ah, that's Thor what it was. I was expecting them to also show something more about the Guardians of the Galaxy by the end of the movie. Just because mm. we're gonna get their third movie next year, but it ain't mm. gonna be till like the middle of next year, so they probably say it's not worth giving a hint towards anything, right? But now. that's what I was more so expecting than seeing Jane and Valhalla because it's like us, uh, you showing that makes me feel like she's definitely going to come back because I don't, I don't think we it was necessary for you to show us that. But I feel like with them showing us that she's definitely going to come back in some way. Well, I don't think it was a... more about Jane. I think it was just more about showing Valhalla. Valhalla, like, yeah. They they had no other choice but to show it through Jane because they needed to show it immediately for whatever we're going to get with, you know, afterlife stuff in the future. Yeah. But with all of this shit that we're seeing with Moon Knight and like you said earlier with Black Panther and with well, now with Thor, we're going to get some resurrections from the ancestral plane back to you know i'm saying back to reality type shit and i think she will be one of them one of the first ones that we see because we see that you can definitely come back from one and get to the other because we've seen that in moon night so it's definitely possible and you have somebody who's leading the the valhalla which is um what's my man name it's elba's character with the eyes i I really can't remember his character name yeah you have him who looks like he's over valhalla and that's the same thing that you had with moon night with the hippopotamus or whatever she led you out of it, so I don't know. I think she, I think she's most likely gonna come back. Dang, they ain't but, even got my boy Idris in the cast lineup. <laughs> yeah, that nigga was that nigga. Got, fuck that nigga for real. They ain't even got my boy in the cast lineup. Damn, Google. Yeah, uh, but I really don't. I really don't have anything else for it, bro. But um, I I give it an eight and a half out of ten. I thought it was a I thought it was a great Marvel movie. It wasn't fantastic, but. It was, it was great. It was better than the shows we've been getting recently. Um, and that's what I wanted to ask you, too. Which which is better yeah. between Multiverse of Madness or Thor? Oh, Thor. 
Thor was ten times better. Oh my god, the way they just threw See, Multiverse of Madness together was shit. Hey, and that's what I said the same thing, bro. I told my mom because she had called me like a couple of hours after I had watched the movie, and she had asked me which was better because she heard my voice, like, and you could tell when I I'm finna be like low about some shit. So she was like, "Oh, you ain't like the movie, da 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 da." Like she was like, "You sound how you sound when you talked about Multiverse of Madness." And I was like, "No, nah, this shit was better than Multiverse. I really felt like it was yeah. better." But I think Multiverse maybe had, I don't know, Multiverse just had way more shit going on, maybe, which could have probably caught your eye as a viewer. But I think I just fuck with this storyline way more. I feel like Multiverse was just way Multiverse more let us down because there were so many expectations and they didn't hit. They didn't hit at least 90% of those expectations. And the 10% that they did hit, it wasn't even like it wasn't even crazy like that for real. <laughs> so. It wasn't Doctor Strange movie. I, and I'll go to the grave saying that shit. And that's gonna be the main thing that really blows me, bro. That, that could have really been WandaVision me. season two, if you want to be honest. It could have been WandaVision that's, season two. And that's my point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally my point, bro. But I, I I brought this point up when we talked about the finale of Miss Marvel of like Marvel has to get back to the Marvel standard bro and I, these movies are good but they have to get back to the Marvel standard of okay everything they goddamn dropping is a 10 or getting yeah. close to that range was like a nine and a half ten where like Ant-Man was good to me uh Avengers Endgame nigga you had all these movies that was dro- Guardians of the Galaxy everything that they was dropping was heat yeah, did you have some stumbling blocks? I think the last two Iron Mans was kind of ass, but still, you had oh, some yeah, good sure. movies consistently in there. But now it just feels like we our expectations are so high now, and you're not hitting them. Yeah, they're getting the revenue, but you're not hitting the expectation. We got to get back to that, bro. And it's ways to. Like, this movie could have been better, bro. If you just made it 20 to 25 minutes longer, this movie could have been so much better if you flushed out Gore, who was the main antagonist. Give him more shine instead of uh, Thor. I think it would have been a better movie, bro. Same thing with um, Multiverse of Madness. Y'all did too much with Wanda that it overshadowed the main fucking protagonist, which was Doctor Strange. Like, we got to get back to focusing on the main characters, but getting a functional storyline that is flushed out completely. We're y'all starting to get away from that with all the the, uh, the action. Y'all think we're going to get caught up in the action, but we grown as hell. This ain't 2008 yeah. no more where we're just excited of looking at all the goddamn boom and explosions. Like, no, nah, nigga, we care about the story now. So, nigga, exactly. you got you to gotta, you gotta grow with and, your cast as well. And a lot of things that Marvel is doing is catering to us. Yeah. These group that they first really hit the ground with when they started phase one, Everything they're doing is still for our age group. Five years down the line, when you got seven and eight-year-olds watching Marvel, it still ain't going to be for them. Everything they're going to make is still going to be for us because unless you watch from eight and then Iron Man 1 all the way until now, you're going to be left behind. Like, it's not really going to be for you. Like, yeah, they got new characters coming for like newcomer Marvel fans to like really get on the boatload boatload yeah. with and whatever. But for the most part, you gotta be like you have to have prior knowledge and have seen all of the past movies to really understand the full capacity of everything that's going on. So we our age group will always be the target audience because we've been here the whole time. 
And that's exactly my point. You have to grow with the fans, bro. And I feel like y'all starting to get stuck in the place where y'all starting to throw stories to the side when we care more about story now than what we did in the past. It's like y'all got to continue to build with the story. And that's what we care about. Obviously, we want to see the explosions and all that shit, too. But keep continue to flush out the storyline so everything just flows together to have great stories. You feel me? And that's what I think Marvel can improve on. But still a great movie. Eight and a half. It sounded like I was shitting on it the whole movie, like I said, but I still fucked with the movie entirely. I would definitely go watch it again for sure, but it was just some and things I think that made thing it better. I, said, yeah. I told Denisha that. I was like, now see, that's a Marvel movie you can go back and watch again. Like It yeah. has repeat value. Eternals did not have that. Black oh Widow God, did not have bro. that. Like <laughs> Multiverse of Madness did not have that. It didn't. This Thor movie... It has replay value. It this could be a movie you see two years from now. You could be scrolling on the TV and be like, "Oh, Love and Thunder on. Let's watch Love and Thunder." Like it was that. So yeah, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was a really good Marvel movie. They they kind of got back on track with that. But like I said, I'm predicting Black Panther two to be the movie that gets everybody up on their feet again with what's to come with Phase Five. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Ant Man, Quantum, Quantum Mania. I can't even say that shit. Quantum Mania, goddamn it. Um, yeah, but when when uh Kane come back, I think that's gonna be the real big thing, bro. And I think that's really gonna shift us back to where we were in Phase Three or the beginning of Phase Four with the Wandavision, Loki type shit. And we're gonna get back to that, you know, what I'm saying to where we were because we've been seeing a lot of grounded characters too. And I think that's been taken away from because we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Miss Marvel. Even Hawkeye's like, these are grounded-ass characters for real. Yeah. Now we're going to get back to the sky and all that big game shit, you know what I'm saying, that we could be getting with uh with Kang. So that's what I'm looking for. But uh, yeah, bro, you can hit up with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast one You can follow us on Instagram at Q-A-N-D-E Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube at Q-A-N-S-I-N-E Podcast. And our Gmail is Q-A-N-D-E Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Or you can subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And you can subscribe to our Q&E media page, which is QANDEmedia.com. Our Instagram is QANDEmedia, and our Twitter is QEmedia. And we appreciate you guys for listening and watching. And we out. Peace.